Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh brothers and sisters welcome 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 once again thank you for joining joining me and my guest uh, bismillah alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in uh, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we praise him we glorify him we ask for his help we ask for his forgiveness we ask for peace and blessings upon our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. I'm joined today another ver another edition of Coronavirus Diaries, a weekly show, 9 p.m. I'm joined today by Brother Hamza. Assalamu alaikum, Hamza. Wa alaikum assalam. How are you? Alhamdulillah, I'm good. How are you? Alhamdulillah, just uh, living in lockdown and isolation right now. So just being stuck in these four walls. Okay. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Brothers and sisters, the first thing I normally remind you to do is please go and share the video. So grab your, your phone, your iPad, your computer, whatever device you're watching on, please go and share the video so that brothers and sisters from wherever they are all over the world can, can join us, uh, can take part in this conversation, inshallah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, at the start of the program, we normally play this um, uh, du'a, or we usually play this du'a, one of the many du'a that the Prophet wasallam taught us to say in these times, these testing times with the coronavirus. So let us play the du'a. بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الارض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين حمزه هاوز هاوز ذا ويك بين هاوز هاوز توداي الحمد لله اس سلولي جيتنج يوست تو ذا سيلف ايزوليشن sitting between four walls, not going out, only probably getting milk or necessities, even work and stuff has just completely slowed down, come to a halt. So it's, it's weird, never ever had this ever. How, how are you finding out? Same here. Um, really, we're at home. Um, I'm, I'm working from home during the day. Um, my work is actually busy, the, the line of work I'm in, IT. It's actually, it turns out to be busy because a lot of people are using systems at home, which we look after. So yeah. Work has become, you know, just bang, 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 bang. So although I'm at home, it's busy. And then, uh, alhamdulillah, this, this show has given a, a flavor to my days. Because I have to think of the show and prepare for the show. Alhamdulillah, that this is now, a, this is a blessing for me in these times, uh, able to reach uh, so many people, alhamdulillah, joining us from, from all over the world. Uh, alhamdulillah, we thank Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brothers and sisters, um, I'm joined today by Brother Hamza. Brother Hamza is a youth worker. He's been a youth worker for about four or five years um, in the East End of London. We've known each other for a while. Um, Alhamdulillah. I've had some wonderful meals at his house. <laughs> uh, Alhamdulillah. Some brothers came from Germany to visit. If they're watching, salams. Again, from Germany. And uh, Brother Hamza's family fed us. And Allahu Akbar wa alhamd. The Muslims, when they look after you, Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, Hamza, one thing that started to hit home with this is, um, with this coronavirus issue is, is actually, you know, my local mosque, you know, the WhatsApp group I'm on, you get messages about people passing away. Are you coming across people who know people or do you know people who've been directly affected by this? Yeah, subhanAllah. So there was a, a brother who I grew up with who was in the same year group as me. His father actually passed away and he lives uh, two roads away from me. Um, and, and yeah, um, another brother I know, his mother-in-law passed away. Um, so from 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 corona from from coronavirus. Both cases from coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, so now I accept them in, uh, into his jannah. I mean, and forgive them for the sins. Um, there, is, there is a lot of people been passing away. It was quite small, but the thing a lot of people have been um, affected by the actual virus itself. Um, the other thing is, a lot of people are unsure about the symptoms because some people might have a cough, might not have the actual um, the flu and the fever. Some might have a fever but not the cough, and then you have the breathing as well. So, a lot of people are unsure: do I have it or not? So, everyone should be taking precautions 
or are taking precautions to stay at home, isolate from their family and elderly who are more prone to actually having coronavirus and actually escalating to more of a serious case where it can lead to death. SubhanAllah. So they're probably the two main cases that I know. May Allah Ta'ala grant Jannah to our dead and uh, give uh, Shifa a quick recovery to, to those who are sick. Um, a group of people you're used to dealing with are the youth. Um, how are the youth that you're dealing with, how are they dealing with lockdown? So lockdown is uh, is something that youth don't know about. <laughs> you, can't, you can't lock down youth. Trying to put them in this situation doesn't really help because there's a, there's a lot of different types of youth. Um, taking it differently um, but just growing up here where we live especially here in the UK especially here in the West we're always told we can do whatever we want like if like when you go to a certain age when you go to college you can dress however you want you can be whoever you want you can talk to whoever you want you can do whatever you want so trying to lock them down and taking that away from them is like saying no you can't live anymore even though we've told you you can live in a specific way your whole life but literally taking away from them. And what's happening, some of the things I see is that some youth are actually still going to the streets. They're still going out, meeting their mates. They don't oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Some youth are still going out to the streets to meet their mates. Yeah. yeah. It, it, in, in these times. You can't, you can't stop them. You, you, can't, you can't stop them. Because you've got to understand how they see it. They're like, wait, why is this pandemic or this coronavirus going to stop me from going out to see my friends? That's, that's the way they see it. I need to go meet them. Maybe it's not as regular because there's not that much to do for, because restaurants are closed, dessert shops are closed, and all these other places that they go to are all closed. But they still meet up, maybe get in the car and just maybe just drive around and get a drive through because these places are still open and then just hang around with each other. It's because they're literally you're pushing them. You gave them so much freedom, so much an area where they can run around in. And mm -hmm. I just said, look, you're locked down. You can't move anywhere. You're restricted. Stay at home. You think that's going to work overnight? When you've given them, you've bred, you've literally fed them ideas since they've been born that they can do whatever they want. That's that's one. That's one kind of. Okay. What about what? Else? So what? One category. What about another group of what are some others so, doing? So the, the other 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 category is um. So a lot of youth are trying to make out what is exactly happening, and they always tend to kind of go to these conspiracy theories. Uh, so there was one funny one I was speaking to a brother about. Um, he was saying that the virus was created um, and they all knew about it, but it was a way for them to make us inject ourselves with these microchips so they can control us and they can see everything we're doing. Um, so I was like, okay. yeah, so a lot, there's a lot of people have conspiracy theories. There's another one apparently is because of the 5G. The 5G, um, Cor coronavirus and the 5G. Yeah, so it's the 5G. They're like, oh, it's because of 5G. The 5G signals your X, Y, and Z to a person, and then it causes this, this, uh, this virus to mutate into its current form, is which is COVID-19. So that's one. And then you have the um, the other, the other kind of uh, the the third one where they don't really care. They actually do not care. They 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 have they have no care about about what's going on, all this quarantine and health issue. That they don't give a damn. They don't give it down because they see themselves as safe. So they say, like, and it goes back to the person who's going out frequently and just meeting people or doing whatever he wants, is that they see it as like, okay, wait, I'm 16, 17, 18, 19. The news have said only old people are dying, um, people with underlying health issues, or people uh, that are young or pregnant. Well, I'm not pregnant. I'm not, I'm not young. I'm, you know, I'm healthy. I'm fit. I can hold my breath for more than 15 seconds. I'm not coughing. I'm not sneezing. I'm not in my bed with a fever. So I'm fine. I don't care. I don't really care about anyone else. I'm not going to be affected. And you know, subhanAllah, literally before we come on this, I literally saw one of the brothers sent a news piece where a 12-year-old girl passed away from coronavirus. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. You, 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 know, you know, it's it's interesting you said that because let me just put up this news piece. There is a, there's a young Muslim boy. So this is a this is a young Muslim boy. Um, let me go through. So this is actually on. Thirteen-year-old London schoolboy has become the U, the the UK's youngest coronavirus victim. Ismail Mohammed Abdul Wahab from Brixton, South London, sadly died 
without any family members close due to the highly infectious nature of COVID-19. The, the, the teenager had no underlying, uh, uh, he, had, he had no, so the, the, the news report is saying that this, this young boy had no underlying issues. Yeah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, you know, uh, accept him, grant him Jannah. Uh, he was put on a ventilator in an induced coma. Sadly, he died yesterday morning. So you're saying that some of the youth, they, they still think, you know, that they're invincible. Yeah, they're, they're, they're invincible because they see it as, again, like we said, the virus is meant to kill elderly or people that are, um, have health issues. But the other thing is that's not a that's not a foreign idea that's just only appeared because of this whole coronavirus. They've thought like this even before. Are they even going to think about after this? Because where where we kind of live is that all right. I am the one that actually dictates my life. I'm going to do what I want. And we have this concept in Islam called ajr, where li our lifespan is fixed. Where even the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said in the hadith. He said, frequently remember the destroyer of all pleasures, which is death. No, so not. we're always told to always remember death because our lifespan is always fixed. And this is where our actual real life starts. But here, we're not told anything after this point where our real life starts. As Muslims believe in the Akhirah. But here we're completely kind of taken away by this dunya. And especially the youth are taken away by this dunya and shown this glamour lifestyle that they need to live up to and literally chase and follow maybe by careers, maybe by selling drugs, mm. you might be literally getting the best car, the, the best clothes, the best girls. And this is what they've literally been forced into. So that understanding of Agile is completely out of the spectrum because they really just want to kind of, I don't care what happens next door. Of course, they're living in an environment where they're like literally bombarded by this kind of thought. And it's not one that is an Islamic one. But this also links into the idea of individualism as well because so so let's 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 break this down let's just go through the categories some youth are finding it very hard to stay at home because yeah. they, they want to be free some yeah. youth are um effectively you know i don't care i don't care what's going on out there it doesn't affect me yeah. um but you're saying some of the islamic even some of the islamic youth muslim youth they they understand agile that our lifespan, how long we will live is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but they've understood that in a messed up way. How? So, of course, as, as Muslims, every Muslim, we all, we all believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he controls our, he, he gives life and he takes life. Yes. No one would live a second more or a second less. There's the eye of Quran, even if you were in like the highest towers, Allah, death will still come to you. Even if you're in a fortified tower, death will still come to you. There's no escape in it. We know this. But there's, there's literally been a twist to this and a spin to this idea of Ajil where when they come out or when they've been taught or within grow, when they've grown up here in the UK, especially and in the West, this idea of Ajil and death has been like a far thought. Don't think about it. You're 21, you're 16, you're 17. Why are you thinking about death? Hmm. What, what, why? You're not 60 years old. You haven't got white hair. You, you've got, you're young. You haven't got no wrinkles. Why are you thinking about death? And this is what we've been taught since literally the day we literally brought up and born into society and up until now still you see movies see music videos in school you know in school they say they said look you can do whatever you want you can be whoever you want the world is is your oyster you know yeah, it's it. it's up to you there are no limits so yeah. these are the messages you know even me growing up these are some of the messages you hear again and again it's, it's so it's so hard as a muslim youth actually growing up and trying to battle that because you as a Muslim, alhamdulillah, our parents' grace, may Allah bless all our parents and grant them gentle to those. Amen. have always taught us that Allah is, is the one that we need to only worship. That's our purpose in life. Okay. And we need to adhere to his commands and that our life is fixed for a small period for an external life. But yeah. the second they leave, what happens is that these new ideas of, uh, no, don't worry, man. Think about death when you're there, man. Okay, so you know, just before before I move on, this issue of agile. Now, when you have coronavirus, yeah, you got a serious pandemic. Um, it's killing people. Yeah. If somebody, if they've got agile, that life is in Allah's hands in a mixed up way, does that make some of them like mega brave? You think it's not going to affect me? I'm going to die when Allah decides anyway, so I might as well do whatever I want to do. Is it that kind of? So some 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 of them, yeah, 
some might say that same, oh, why are you not so scared? If if it's written, it's gonna happen. Why is it, why is the over panicking or taking precautions? But then you gotta stress the point where Islamically we're accountable as well. We have to take measures, and sometimes it, it's either two spectrums: either I don't care, or it's you know what, Allah's got me. If I die, I die. Uh, if I someone if I fall ill, I fall ill. You give this where there's there's an area where we kind of are gonna be accountable to Allah. It's like in the best example I give to brothers is um is driving a car. Hmm. Um, whoever drives is if you drive a car um, on a thirty on a thirty mile per hour road and you're driving it sixty miles per hour, booting it down, and you're going past all the red lights, don't care about any speed uh, speed intakers or camera t- uh, cameraman, the police, you don't really care about them either. Mm-hmm. And in, your intention is not to kill anyone; you're just having a bit of fun and just driving fast. But someone walks in front of your car, and you hit them, and they pass away. You will be accountable by, uh, to Allah for that, because you had the ability to actually follow that restriction which was on the road, which was thirty miles per hour. It's mm. not there just because of s- certain reasons, because it's fun to drive at thirty miles per hour, because maybe the impact is less, and mm. red lights are there to make sure traffic flows per- perfectly. Again, yeah. speed cameras another precaution. But same thing with the COVID nineteen situation, coronavirus. We take precautions in to ensure that. We don't infect other people that might actually take take this um, virus on and actually might pass away. Mm. Because yeah, we might be healthy. I might have a cough. I might have a flu, a fever, mm. or I might not be able to breathe properly. And I might be fine. I might get better. I'll be all right. But don't forget, we're all transmitters of this virus. We mm. can all carry it. We can all carry. It. I was speaking to a doctor. He was saying that it, the the virus, the germs itself, can last on the surface up until nine days alone. Nine days alone, just on any surface. So you can just be transmitting the disease, but being careless, and that's that's the problem as well. But it so that balance. So some youth may be careless, you know, I, I don't care, but they may carry it and give it to somebody else. Um, what you've highlighted with this is that in terms of the way some of our youth are thinking about it, they're thinking in all sorts of ways. And all sorts of directions, and that creates issues. So, for you as a youth worker, before you're able to meet them, yeah, you're able to play, you're able to go out and chill and football and whatever to guide them. In the lockdown situation, how are you able to address some of these weird and wonderful ways, and sometimes crazy, incorrect ways youth are looking to this? What, what, what kind of, how have you adjusted as a youth worker to help the youth now? So a lot of. Uh... So a lot of the time now, before a lot of people say I'm having a free time, I need to study for college, but all colleges are closed. There's no exams, no one's working, everyone's literally stuck at home. So a lot of people have a lot of time now on their hands. And a lot of them are trying to fill it in just by binging on Netflix all day, literally sitting in front of their iPhone or iPad or laptop, watching Netflix, whatever series is out, uh, to go or whatever it might be. Or they might be just playing PlayStation and just literally 24-7 just on that. But some of the things that, alhamdulillah, as the brothers in the local area, especially in East London, we've set up a handful of things. So we have like daily sessions on Zoom. So we probably do around after Maghrib where we have like a, a session. And it's a handful of us, probably like 15, 20 of us from the local area, um, 17 to 20, 23. Um, mm-hmm. Where one brother he will present something and it only has to be five, 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be 10 minutes. It can be five minutes or it can just be a small reminder which benefits everyone. And then what tends to happen is everyone chips in. So everyone gives their uh, point, for example. Some of the sessions they'll give examples is the first one, it was uh, one brother who was reading the book, uh, Lost Islamic History. Mm. And he gave the reminder of uh, Muhammad al-Fatih, the conqueror of Constantinople that he was saying that he was only 21 years old when he conquered Constantinople. And as us as Muslims, what are we doing for Islam? And that was the reminder. And then brothers chipped in and then said, look at the time of the Prophet Sallallahu who was only eight years old with the Prophet Sallallahu in Mecca and he was helping him. And then the day after was another reminder about one of the attributes of Allah, Al-Ghaffar, the most forgiving. And then, so these are some of the, one of the sessions that we have. Another okay. thing we're doing is so 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 what one thing that you do is a Zoom session, a video yeah. conference call. Me and you are having one yeah. call. So what a bunch of you jump on a call together, yeah. eight o'clock every night. 
So it'll be, it'll be like, yeah, right, eight, nine o'clock, and it'll be like a link we send out in our WhatsApp group. There's like 15, 20 of us. Everyone will click on it, and you can literally see everyone as well. Because, of course, the, the way the virtual world is built, you can see everyone. Everyone's got their webcams on, and it's not like you still at least get to see the person's face, and it's, it's a bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, and just talking to everyone on a phone call. Okay. So, go on, go on. What we'll do on that, on that is that throughout the day as well, we might just, uh, on the WhatsApp call, we might just ask, oh, has anyone seen this? Or might add like Islamic reminders or books that we're reading or things that we've seen that in the news article that might be interesting, we might discuss it in the group chat as well. Okay. When you do that, when you do that, so in the evening you have an 8 p.m. video call. During the day you're, maintain, you're, you're having a WhatsApp conversation. In your mind as a youth worker, knowing what the youth are going through, the confusion, the issues, in your mind, what are you trying to do with all those messaging? Okay, so there's there's a few things. So having that time now where you have you can't you can't run away now because it's literally you're at home. Rather than wasting your time, utilize it in a way where we're actually building ourselves closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Of course, Ramadan is coming up as well, and it's the perfect time to get close to Allah and get literally literally prepared for Ramadan. Um, so putting that into perspective. We're looking at the youth and saying, look, instead of just 24-7 staying on Netflix, Netflix, why don't you utilize this time where Allah has given you to actually, for his worship, for his pleasure, and actually try to build yourself as a Muslim. Okay. So that's what we're trying to do, make sure that we can actually build them. Because the time that we have is, we know time is precious, isn't it? On the day of judgment, we'll be accounted for how we've utilized our time. No. No. Okay, you said another thing. So you have the Zoom call, eight o'clock in the evening. Everybody gets together. We can see each other talk during the day. You're messaging. How are people? Another thing you said something about Quran. Yeah, so Quran. So uh, some some of us uh, again are daily. This is daily. Some brothers um, they they know that they, uh, they know quite a few juzes by heart. So they might know like eight or ten juzes by heart. Some might just know around five ten surahs. So what would happen is one brother would listen to we'll all get again again on the zoom on the zoom session i'm not advertising zoom so zoom is all right i'm, I'm cool man i'm cool whatever works man they all have their good and bad bits but whatever works man so we will get on and then one person will recite maybe let's say uh from juz amma and who go through his recitation but this will be his homework from the day before memorize 10 eyes from let's say surah fajr okay. he'll recite that on the next day and then we'll correct it. Or if he passes, we give him the tick, and then he memorizes the next ten ayahs. And this this is how we do it. And some other brothers, they might just have, they might even struggle to even read Quran, because some brothers they have they haven't picked up the Quran in such a long time. We sit there and just go through maybe the alphabets and how to actually connect the words and actually read Quran. Um, so yeah, that's that's okay. one of those. So during the way, so Quran. So okay, but some youth. What about chilling? You know, before you could go out, you could chill, you could play football together with them, you could go to restaurants with them. Um, is there anything else you do within yeah. that mix? You mentioned something else to me before. Yeah, no, so is, this, 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 is a, this is a bit of a funny one. So, um, like you mentioned, the football and just chilling, because uh, especially as youth, we have so much energy, kind of just tiring them out with just bombarding them is, isn't the best thing from, from my experience. There's times where you can build this kind of Islamic atmosphere amongst the brothers by doing things which are halal. For example, playing football, like you mentioned. But condition we are, we can't play football. So some of the brothers, uh, they've messaged me, Hamza, come on Fortnite. Let's play Fortnite together. And I've actually played Fortnite with them and it's... All right, Hamza, Hamza, you gotta, you gotta slow down, yeah? Because some of us who are watching, when you say Fortnite, Fortnite means two weeks, two weeks. every two weeks, every fortnight. And now I'm showing my age, yeah? But... What, what what is Fortnite? So Fortnite is a is like a cartoon version of like a, a Call of Duty. It's like a it's like a how do I say it? It's like a, it's a game where okay. it's a survival game. There's hundred okay. people on the map and you have to survive. And only the last person survives wins basically out of hundred people. Right. So the so, brothers jump on together and you can multiple. Can you like play? You're in your home, your house. You can see who else is playing and you can interact and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Literally, literally connect a microphone and then you're speaking to your to the to the brothers or the younger brothers, and you know what happens is that 
they're chilling, but you're actually giving them a, a nice Islamic environment where, and you know, majority some of the conversations I've had on Fortnite, you'll be I play when playing PlayStation, sorry, mm-hmm. um, are actually very fruitful. They'll be discussing exactly what's happening with coronavirus. Some some brothers will be speaking about how is the UK dealing with the NHS staff and the NHS issue. How is it that there's no beds for people that are passing away? And how come there's still old people in care homes? So these are the discussions that actually come out. But these are all the styles we're trying to utilize. And so so let, me, let, me, let me get this. So when people, you know, maybe I've got the wrong image because yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a big time gamer, yeah? Um, back in the days when it was handheld games, I remember Donkey Kong. If there's anybody listening to this who remember who knows Donkey Kong, you know that that's that's proper, that's old school. So it's Donkey Kong. You know nowadays you got this multi multi role player game. So you're saying when you're playing the game, people are not just talking about the football or whatever it is. You're actually having a conversation between you about something else whilst yeah. your fingers are playing the game. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, that, that's basically it. You literally while you're while you're playing you're having a conversation like you're sitting next to each other or you might be at a restaurant give me give me an example of some of these conversations in the last few days that things that youth have brought up in these conversations that they're thinking of they're going through or they're facing so so one one of one of the things they were thinking of was there's the whole issue of that there's not enough beds in in the in the hospitals for corona uh, corona patients um and they're asking how how is that even possible shouldn't they have Shouldn't they have these prepared? Why why are they just leaving people like unprotected in areas where they might be vulnerable to actually infecting others and spreading it even more or even actually passing away because there's no one actually there to look after them? Yeah. Okay. So this is this is very interesting that through games then um People actually come up with stuff. Brothers and sisters, love to hear your thoughts, your comments on this issue. Um, one, please share the video. Thanks for joining us. Coronavirus Diaries. By the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we're day 13. Allahu Akbar. And I'm joined today with, um, I'm joined by brother, brother Hamza. He's a youth worker of many years based in East London. Um, and the challenges youth are facing going through lockdown situation all this energy and testosterone and you then tell them lockdown and it's like what so it's you know for some of us it's difficult even for adults but for youth with all that energy it's quite difficult so brother Hamza's given us some some ideas some strategies and that the youth have a lot of funny ideas about this some of them conspiracy theories etc uh, about what is actually going on so love to hear your thoughts and your side um so let me, I'm, 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 as we're speaking, I'll just flip through the, there's one more thing that you said, I'm going to look at the questions in a minute. There's one more thing that you said that in using this time for some of the youth, you know, because some, for some youth exams have been canceled. Yeah. So what happens in the next stage of their life? Do, do, do you guys touch on that? Yeah. So again, so with some brothers literally sitting down with them and actually understanding what is it that they want to do with their life next. Just basic life skills. Just basic life skills they might get from the college or, or one of their teachers, maybe. Um, it's literally just showing them and supporting them how to maybe write a CV, how to build a CV, to the point even how to apply for jobs and how to speak to recruiters. And then building on from there and maybe showing them, okay, these are some of the interviews, uh, interview questions that might come up and we'll play, do a role play maybe with them. So these are some of the things that we literally, we've just started. Um, and we kind of want to push that because time the time right now is really good because everyone's free. Um, gives them kind of uh, time to think about what they want to do, research, and actually write like the CV or prepare maybe for interviews. A lot of people are going down the apprenticeship route rather than going through the university. And okay. for the apprenticeship route, you need to kind of prepare a CV, interview skills, uh, exams, so they have online exams, etc. Okay, Let, let's let's go to some questions, inshallah. So, uh, Zahid Kamali says, I'm 19 and I just want to kick ball. Miss playing football. I'm sure a lot of people can, can agree with that. I think every, every, everyone's, missing to, everyone's missing football. After Bashir asks a question, why do you think youth are so into conspiracy theories? Why is youth into conspiracy theories? Why do you think the youth, these conspiracy theories, you know, why do you think they're so into this issue? of conspiracy theories why, why is it attractive to to many young it's, people it sounds interesting it's it's fanciful it's, it sounds interesting it's like it's 
far um they're always out here to get us kind of thing there's always something behind the picture that no one else is looking at we're the ones that know us 100 right and that's why we're going for that conspiracy theory but actually saying that some of the times when you actually discussed the whole conspiracy theory and kind of break it down these are just theories per se nothing's reality mm. they tend to when you give them like evidences for exactly what's happening and how to deal deal with some situ- situations islamically mm-hmm. they literally adopt it and they they they're the ones that are telling others so they're the ones that propagate this but they just need that kind of direction because they see there's an issue they see there's an issue that's why they've adopted a stance on it which is a conspiracy because they think okay you know what they've lost a lot of trust and majority of the conspiracy theories are against the government mm. <laughs> majority of them are all against the government because the youth have lost so much trust in them that's why they end up adopting them and saying you know what they this is the reason why they actually are here to get us so for example they want to control us and some were saying that you know what they're probably doing it for um what was that other one a population control yeah so these are the things because they they just don't have trust in them but what they tend to do is you kind of guide them and then they start carrying these islamic ideas that we have on certain situations and and what the solutions are on the reality so it really it, i mean this this point it makes it it, it reminds us youth workers parents why we have to discuss with the youth because if you don't discuss with them you just leave them to themselves or they just read from the papers these conspiracy theories are uh, you know you just go around in your head you should see you should see on social uh, social media the amount of things that are on there the memes the videos they have so you got to make sure that we have to discuss this with our youth now a uh, question from uh, a, a brother for you brother isa he says question for the brother how does he spend his time at home during corona time how do you, how do you spend your time so um best thing to do um one thing i do personally is before i go sleep i kind of put a task list together i say you know what what do i want to um, achieve from tomorrow i put in certain things maybe read a book for an hour read some quran um other thing is maybe help my mom with some housework second thing third fourth thing might be doing something to do with my actual work and other things maybe just reach out to this brother see how he's doing and literally just making sure that my day is structured because if you don't have no structure in your day and you're just at home you can end up literally just sitting on social media and instagram and just swiping 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 until you, you can't stop subhanallah Ask the brothers what are their plans for for when they're locked down. Uh, okay, so brothers and sisters, question: Some of you watching are youth. Some of you are young, like me, ish. I'm still <laughs> a bit still, young. You have, you still have it. You still have it. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Just don't tell my wife because uh, she laughs at me. Um, so alhamdulillah, some of us were still a bit young, but not so young. So I guess a question for you is: How how are you? If you're youth there out there, how are you coping with the lockdown? And secondly, if you're a parent or an older brother, older sister, how are you helping the youth cope with the lockdown? Um, so one brother, Hassan Rahman, there's a brother who actually knows you. He says, uh, he says he met you. He, he, he says he met you when he was on the roadside. And alhamdulillah, that things, things are good now. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that. Um, so brother Bilal says, salams. My 14-year-old son plays Fortnite. I was actually planning on banning him from playing that game. But since the pandemic, I've cut him some slack. And for now, I let him play. As a parent, this gives me a little break from him as well. Do you think I'm getting soft in my old age? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's, 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 he's a child, he's 14. He still wants to, because don't forget, his interaction with his friends is completely cut off. He can't go out and he sees his friends from Monday to Friday from 9 a.m. and to what time school finished 3.30. He sees that every single day and he can't have no contact with them because he doesn't, probably doesn't have a telephone or etc. And probably PlayStation is the only way he can connect with them. Maybe kind of reducing the hours, making sure that he isn't constantly on it. But I wouldn't say completely take that away from them because they do still need to socialize with their friends because you're just going to drive them probably crazy and then they won't do what you tell them to do. Maybe when you tell them to read some Quran or read a book or complete some work to do with math so english they have to do okay now um brother sisters coronavirus diaries inshallah tomorrow i will be joined inshallah 
by uh, an A&E doctor. So uh, Dr. Muhammad is an A&E. These brothers, these sisters, these workers in the accident and emergency department of the hospitals, they are on the front line of the coronavirus. They're meeting patients, seeing patients with uh, a very contagious disease. How is he dealing with it? What is the reality of it? What is he experiencing uh, as, 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 as an A&E doctor, as a Muslim? So inshallah, that will be tomorrow. I'll love you that you join us. Um, let's take some more of your questions. So, um, so Ahmed, yeah, Allah, the questions, sorry. The questions, they come, they go. So Ahmed, uh, no, Akbar, Nazim Akram says, how long, when I get one question, then it flips again. So Nazim Akram says, how long can you keep people locked indoors, particularly as we live in a society that pushes the idea of freedom and, you know, to be an individual? You saw a day after the lockdown and it didn't work. So <laughs> that answers the question. A day, literally a day after it was announced, everyone was back on the streets. They were having issues. They were literally coming out on the news and they were discussing, saying, this lockdown is not happening. It's not going to work. Mm. Because you've literally, again, like the brother mentioned, and it was a very valid point that they've given this idea of freedom. And now you're telling them they're restricting them and you can't, and they want to let loose. They want to do whatever they're doing. Go back to the clubs and the bars and the pubs and whatever it might be they're doing in society. But now you can stop. We saw the day after everyone was back on the streets. Police mm. had to come out. There were threats about fines or even a, a harsher lockdown. And we know, I think it's next week where it's going to be reviewed again, maybe. I think on the 3rd of April, uh, reviewed and see what, what we're going to do. Yeah, so it, it, it's a difficult one when people have been, you've told people you're free, you're free. And this is where Islam is very different. This is why we need to build yeah. our youth from a young age by the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with Islam, with this deen. Um, so this idea, we're here to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this idea that there's absolute freedom is something we try not to build in the first place. That, no, 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 there's accountability. Yes. You can do this, this, and this, but ultimately, Allah will account us for our actions. Some questions for you. Uh, you know, this game thing has got people, got some people going. So somebody says, a brother Sam just says, the problem is games like Fortnite and Call of Duty are extremely addictive. Addictive. What do you, Ya Rabb, when I click on the game, it goes, it says some of these games, they're, they're quite addictive. You know, what, what would you say to that, for example? Yeah, so of course, you have to have measures in place. You can't just have a, open policy where you say go on you can play as long as you want even though you might speak for a bit you kind of restrict it and kind of build the day out of course with youth kind of giving them a bit of structure not mm. too rich don't kind of tie them down to it but make sure that in your mind maybe as a parent or maybe as an older brother or sister you have some idea of what you want to achieve from them within the day even if it is maybe an hour a day of you sit with them, go through Quran, another hour maybe to do with like the maths or English, mm -hmm. or, and just, or even just speaking about exactly what's happening in our current environment for mm -hmm. the coronavirus, which is happening. We have another thousand things that are happening around the world, which affect Muslims and non-Muslims. So we should be discussing this with them, keeping them engaged. But I wouldn't say like, it just having that structure really helps. And also just building the idea, look, we're as Muslims, we have this amana of time. Allah's given us this time. We should use it wisely and building that idea in them. So instead, rather than kind of restricting and saying, no, only from 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock you can play a game, because then you're not building anything in them. You're just telling them these are rules and regulations. You're not going to bring any taqwa. You're not going to bring any Islamic character in them. You want to say, look, well, as, as Muslims, we know that on the Day of Judgment, Allah will account us for every single second we spend. Mm. And we should spend them that time wisely, because if we don't spend it wisely, how are we meant to go into our Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala Jannah? Inshallah, You know, there's a conversation I had with my with with, with my with my with my family a few days ago, and it. Um, I think I just kind of like <laughs> I just kind of, I just felt I had to come out with it, and what happened was that um, there's a there's a friend of mine, uh, Abu Hisham. So Abu Hisham is uh, is a doctor. He he writes this blog. He's he's currently at home. You know, coronavirus has hit him hard. 
you know, he's got the symptoms, he's in a room self-isolating from his family. It's it's quite rough. And he's writing a blog. So if you go to this 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 um his his uh Facebook page, Muslim Parents in Training, you can read his day to day. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, to make things easy for Ameen. him. Um so there's Abu Hisham, there's one of the Shuyuk who joins us online, he watches, I think he's actually watching right now from Leicester. He had it. One of my friends, uh, my local mosque, you know, some of the some of the people, the musallis there, there's, there's a few uncles who've passed away. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so, you know, I could see people were dying. And I, I, I thought to myself, some of us are not going to make this. And people are dying alone, although Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with them. That's how we should look at it. And yeah. I felt maybe my kids are just going through life and just we're just thinking, yeah, this is just going to pass. I'm like, it may pass, but it may actually be that some of us may fall ill. Some of us mm. may be taken to hospital and you can't come with us. Some of us mm. may die. So one day I, I sat down with them and it's just like, guys, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. You know, let, let's have it out there. Let's discuss it. What do, you, what, what do you know? What do you think? So we're all on the same page. So if somebody, one of us falls ill, it's not a huge shock. If mm. the ambulance comes and they say, no, 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 you can't go with your mum. You can't go with your brother. You're like, what are you talking about? It's like, no, no, no. This is what happens. This is Corona. Our youth have a lot of ideas, questions in their mind. And in this time, it's actually a big opportunity to engage with them. What's on their mind? Let them open up with us, inshallah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brothers and sisters, Coronavirus Diaries, love to hear your thoughts, your comments. Um, uh, inshallah. So we'll go to Facebook with some questions. I think maybe we summarize some of the, the, the points you've said. So one is you've said that you have different ideas about how to see the situation. And if, if a parent is sitting there, if a young person is think, sitting there and thinking, uh, a take-home message, what is it I should do with my days? And what issues people are alone in these times? You know, you're alone with your own ideas, you're, you're, you're scrolling, you're hearing crazy things. What advice do you give to people of how to spend the time and how the mind not to be fooled with all sorts of nonsense that we're yeah. getting in these times. So one one advice would be is try not to escape the reality by going into these conspiracy theories. And the second thing is don't escape it by just endlessly scrolling on social media, just trying to pass time and try avoiding thinking. Because this is probably the best time to self-isolate and think about life and what you want to do where what is your why are you here what is your purpose like the ayah you mentioned allah's only created us to to for his worship so it's that time now alhamdulillah we've got a precious time where we can actually think and contemplate with all our thoughts and say where in my life right now have i if would i be happy to die right this second if allah subhanahu wa take my soul right now mm. will i be happy to be accounted in front of him because the hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu whoever hates to whoever hates to meet Allah, Allah hates to meet him. Whoever loves to meet Allah, Allah loves to meet him. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. making sure that we actually think and take this opportunity of actually building ourselves Islamically. And these hey. questions, and especially for the youth, um, ask brothers around you. Pick up the phone. They're not. No one's. No one's. No one's gonna kind of turn a blind eye to you. Everyone's happy there. Everyone's open. But also for the parents and for the elders in the community and maybe older brothers and sisters, uncles and aunties watching, mm -hmm. is don't just think the youth are alright. Don't think that you can you can't speak to them because they speak in a different dialect or something and they can't speak proper English and it's half broken because it's slime. Mm. Actually, sit down with them, see what they're thinking because from the youth I've spoken to, there's so many gems that have come up. Like the brother, uh, he knows me personally. He was saying he was on the road side. He was doing craziness. Mashallah, yeah. now he's a brother that's also helping youth with me. So there's so many gems in our ummah. But we just need to kind of find them. We just need to clean them and then put them in and give them crystal ideas, which are Islamic ones. And you'll see them literally blossom. So really, the next uh, Musa ibn Umair, radiallahu yes. and the next Omar ibn al-Khattab, is out there in this Muslim Ummah. Yeah. Is some young man, no, some young no woman. Yes, no, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. They, they are, they are there. Is basically all we have to do as elders and 
people the youth might might look up to might not look up to mm. is be there for them and clean the dirt off this of them and give and clean it with the islamic concepts the islamic ideas Okay, because I was going to say when you say when it, when you say clean the dirt, meaning meaning some of the yeah. ideas, the erroneous, yeah. wrong ideas they have. Like I, like like I was saying earlier was like individualism, this idea of you know what I do, I need to just care about myself. And I, yesterday, Subhanallah, I read a hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu the Prophet Sallallahu He said that um, whoever goes to sleep with a full belly, um, and his neighbor is goes uh, goes sleep hungry, he's not a true believer. Mm-hmm. Just that one hadith breaks this idea of individualism. Then there's so many other hadith about we are one ummah. Mm. We have to make sure that we we care about neighbors to our right and our left, in front and behind us. So it's breaking these ideas that we've given, given from this society, which has made us so low mm-hmm. and ba- basically taken the um, how would I say the best out of the youth. Yeah, it's, ta- it's taken it away from them. Uh, Semi Roper, you have to forgive me if I pronounce the name wrong, from Germany says, uh, Hello, Tajin Hamza, uh, mashallah, from Hamburg, Germany here. One question to Brother Hamza. Due to the closures of the mosques, a lot of durus and talks have been shut down. It's always hard to be alone at home and motivate himself to learn about Islam. Are there any programs or youth talks one can join online? Yes, yeah, so I, I, was, I was mentioning it earlier is that some of the things we've done in our local area is we've facilitated for this online platform ourselves we need to be the ones that actually build how have you you know the online your online just you mentioned it earlier your online platform what have you done practically yeah so it was it was a few brothers so it was a brother called isa um and another brother we got together and we said look now we're on lockdown we still need to make sure we carry on doing what we do our thing does not stop now just because we're on a lockdown so we said all right let's there's this application called zoom Let's do something like that, but let's make every single person on that group chat present something every single day, mm. if they if when if they're comfortable, so they'll present, and then we'll take it from there. Sure so we need to put together a plan. They're saying this is the platform we're using. This is what time we're going to do. We're going to invite, and then we put it together. And Bismillah, we we, we just started, and we Alhamdulillah, we're, we're still doing it up until today. Alhamdulillah, brothers and sisters. Uh, coronavirus diaries. Let's summarize some of the points that uh, Brother Hamza has mentioned. So, the first part of the program really talked a lot about many issues that the youth face. Um, and then we've talked about some of the things that he, as a youth worker, is doing with the youth and some of the practical things. They have this Zoom chat 8 p.m. every night. So, if you are in Germany, you're in Hamburg, who are the people you used to play football with? Who are the people you used to hang out with? Who are the people you used to attend Durus in the masjid with? You know, you still know those people. Yeah. Get Zoom, Skype, whatever it is, WhatsApp call, connect together, share, laugh, talk, chill with each other, and remind each other in this time. So, our time is spent fruitful. You talked about helping some brothers with Quran. Again, the technology, you can listen to somebody. Mm-hmm. And talked about, you know, uh, playing games with them. People chilling, playing games together. And actually that, it's relaxing. But through playing games, people engage, people discuss, inshallah ta'ala. So there's a lot we can do. And uh, another thing you mentioned, which I found very interesting, you talked about life skills. That, you know, some of them now, they don't have exams, but they want to go to university. They want to go to college. What do you want to go in life? Talk about that with them. Yeah. Help, help them with exa- um, interview practice. You know, actually discussing with people over Zoom because when you go for interviews, things like this. So um, there's a lot that you've given us that we can do with the youth. And the main issue is trying to address their concerns and yeah. feed them with an understanding to be proud of this dean, to understand, yeah. to believe in it. Uh, inshallah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. To mention before we wrap up, tomorrow... I have brother Muhammad, Dr. Muhammad. He's an A&E doctor, accident and emergency doctor. They are the coronavirus on the front line. Please make sure you join us uh, 9 p.m. tomorrow, inshallah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hamza, any other thing that comes to your mind that, you know, any other point of advice before we wrap it up, inshallah? So my last, last point will be just more generally and uh, specifically um, around the whole coronavirus is that we've, we're putting in a very testing time where a lot of things are very unclear. We don't know how long this is going to last for. Some people are saying three months, some people are saying six months and more. 
Um, but it's making sure that we are able to adapt to the reality we've been put into. Because Islam is a deen which is for all times. It's for all times until the day of judgment. So we don't we don't stop what we're, we're meant to be doing. And we ensure that our youth are kept busy, but also not just doing things, but ensuring that we're actually building them to an ideal Islamic position, maybe doing classes, Quran, life skills, or just, just talking to them and just chilling with them and giving them an Islamic atmosphere. But just making sure that we don't forget about the youth because they have they have been affected a lot. The second we forget about them, we forgot about our next generation, which will be carrying out Islam. That's that's uh, that's that's so crucial, so important. I hope we take that message away before we we end. There is a a beautiful du'a that we play, a reminder to us in this situation, asking Allah Subhanahu wa Taala for help. اللهم يا رب قد أرهبنا هذا الوباء ندعوك بالدعاء يا منزل الداء أنزل الدواء وارفع عنا البلاء وأنزل علينا الشفاء يا رافع السماء برحمتك نستغيث يا مغيث أنت الذي تحيي وتميت ارحمنا بالشفاء وكلما قال هذا الدعاء يا Amen, Amen, Amen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept that dua for us. Brother Hamza, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, inshallah. Um, Enjoyed it, I enjoyed it. Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, may Allah continue to aid your efforts with our youth. Brothers and sisters, may Allah aid all of us with our youth and give us the strength of the youth, but help us really to build our youth in these times and help them so that they come out really strengthened with Islam after this, even more than before, and can do the work of Islam. May Allah aid our Ummah, bless our Ummah. May Allah save us all from this situation and help us to be carriers of Islam wherever we are. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.